Alright, how's it going everyone? Welcome to part two of this Uncaped Crusaders review episode where we're going to talk about um, the MCU leading up to Avengers Endgame. We are, uh, we talked about all, basically we ranked our, all of our movies of all 21 in the first part. And now this one, we're really just going to talk about our favorite parts of, of the entire MCU because there's so many of them and we just wanted to, we just wanted to talk about them just because we're all hyped for, for Endgame coming up pretty much. God, yeah. So, um, there's not really much of an order we're going to have for this, so we're just going to kind of just start off with it, and um, Ian, I don't know, you have some of these lower, maybe some of our lower ranked movies that you want to talk about? Yeah, so, obviously there's nothing from Captain Marvel worth remembering. Ant-Man the Wasp, no. Freaking Incredible Hulk, no. But for me, even though you have the movie a lot higher, Iron Man 2, that was a movie I did not care for. But it has a scene that actually is one of the only three MCU scenes that actually makes me cry, legit cry. And you mentioned it earlier. It's the scene where Tony's trying, basically discovering a new element, you know. And so he goes through all of his father's old archives and he finds that recording his father left for him. And it's just a line where you've got the great John Slattery playing um, Howard, Howard Stark. And I forget the I forget the whole scene, but it's it's just the line where he says, "My greatest invention is you." Yeah, and it's like, dude, like how how does that not get you as like a son and just and it, it, it was so unexpected from a movie that I could not have cared less about, but gave me like one of the most heartfelt scenes like ever. Yeah, no, it's fantastic, and even though Iron Man Two's way up much higher for me, I mean, again. Just the opening scene where, well, it's not the opening scene of the movie because it starts with, uh, with, um, Mickey Rourke's Flashback, character, but yeah, the, yeah. the opening scene with Tony Stark when he just jumps out of a plane to, to fly down to the Stark Expo, fireworks are going off. One actually hits him, which is funny. And he's just, he comes down to freaking shoot to thrill by ACDC yeah. Just lands in a superhero pose on the stage in the middle of the Stark Expo. Thousands of people, girls dancing, dressed as Iron Man, fireworks going. It's just the greatest open of anything ever. Because, again, it's perfect with how Iron Man 1 ended. And then this is the way he's reacting to his newfound fame as a superhero. (laughs) And he's just having the most fun in the world. And I just, I love that just opening entrance is just awesome. And then he does the James Bond where he comes out of the suit and he's in a tux. And it's just, (laughs) (laughs) it's great. And then um, some other scenes, obviously the, uh, as you were saying, the scene with his dad is amazing. Um, And then just, then the scene right after that, when he figures out that it's this, this model of the expo is the Mm -hmm. element. And then, and then him building it, he destroys his whole house. Creating cool. this element, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, and then we get the funny scene when Coulson comes in as he's building and he pulls out the Captain America shield. It's like, do you know what this is? And he's like, yes. Here, give me that. And he puts it under <laughs> the thing. He's like, perfectly level. It's exactly what I needed. <laughs> and, and that's how you do an Easter egg. You don't stop the movie dead in its tracks to, to set up a new movie. You do a quick little reference like that. that right. The people who are, you know, really kind of versed in comic books will we'll see if they notice it's like you don't 
freaking do two dream sequences in a dream sequence. <laughs> like, that's how you do an Easter egg. Right. No, 100%. Like, oh, Captain America's in this universe. Cool. And then, uh, and then the other, my other favorite scene, we talked about Sam Rockwell in the first episode. The kind of the opening scene with him when they're in the, uh, uh the, Congress? the Congress in the hearing yeah. on C-SPAN with, uh, freaking, what's his name? Uh, uh what's his name? The, the guy who ends up being a hydra the guy? Con- yeah. What is his name? Yeah. He Gary just, Schilling? yes, yes. He's yes. fantastic. And, oh, and yeah. everything in that scene is great. Cause you have Tony being peak Tony just sitting oh, there, yeah. not taking any of it seriously. And because of that, nobody really else taking it seriously, except for hammer and shilling. And so, <laughs> and so it's just so funny. The whole thing, he brings roadie in and then roadie reads like the, the disparaging com the one disparaging comedy made about him, like out of context and everything. And he's so embarrassed that he has to do it. And and then you have Justin Hammer just come up, do his like little lawyer speech. Nobody really reacts to it. And, and then and then you see Tony Stark take he hijacks the whole system when they're talking about how other people are starting to build their own suits. And he starts showing uh, like secret footage of these other places, and they're just yeah, like Justin failing Hammer. miserably. And then he shows Justin Hammers. And the guy's in there messing up. And then you see it just spin all the way around. And you hear the guy's back, like, break. And he's like, ah! And then he's like, unplugs the TV, trying to get it off. And he's like, (laughs) for the record, that guy lived. Like, it's just, that whole scene is so funny. And then it ends with him just getting up. And he's like, well, I have successfully privatized world peace. You're welcome. (laughs) And everyone just stands up and applauds. And then, oh, man. And then, uh, and then Shelley just, just says F you, just F you, Tony. (laughs) He's leaving. It's like, man, this, this looks like a uh, congressional hearing nowadays. It's like they were ahead of their time, but, oh, it's just, it's so funny. Yeah. I mean, hearing you talk about it. Yeah. I definitely need to go back and watch this movie. I mean, it's not, it's nothing great, but it, I mean, that is a guilty pleasure movie that I, I just have a lot of fun watching. And then also the scene where he's just sitting in a donut and eating. A donut That's is, good. is and great yeah, shows up, yeah. And the whole That's party, because because his whole thing is he's dying from this. Yeah. He's dying from his chest, but then he's dying from the element protecting him at the same time. So he doesn't yeah. know what to do, and that's how he invents a new element and everything. But he's kind of suicidal almost oh, yeah. uh, in a lot of this movie. And then he's like drunk at his party and everything, and then Rhodey has to beat his ass, you know, with the other suit. That's where War Machine starts and stuff. So th- there's a lot of there's a lot to enjoy with this movie. And so those are just a handful of uh, fun scenes. Um, I don't have any for Hulk. I don't really have, I don't really have any for Thor dark world either. Um, No, definitely not that. And then captain, and then uh, captain America. um, Well, I mean, there's a couple, uh, some of the scenes like where he's training are are pretty good. There's, there's some good scenes there. It's a really good scene with him and Stanley Tucci right before he's about to do the experiment and just, Stanley Tucci was like talking to me and he just has that line where he's like, he's like, no matter what happens tomorrow, just promise me you'll stay a good man. Yeah. And I, I, I do like that. scene. of course the scene where, where Tommy Lee Jones, who is always amazing. <laughs> okay. I totally forgot Tommy Lee Jones in this movie. That almost makes me want to watch it again just because exactly. I forgot. Oh my gosh. Yes. I totally forgot how great he was in that. There's, there's a lot of great character actors in the movie. There's Neil McDonough. There's um, freaking J.J. Phil. There's Derek Luke. Like his whole like 
I for, the what do they call the Howling Commandos, yeah. whatever. I mm-hmm. mean, they get they get no lines or anything, but they're they're good actors. But I mean, of course, the scene where Tommy Lee Jones throws a fake grenade as you know right. as a test, and Steve is the only one who jumps on it. Like that's a great scene. It is. Yeah, that that was what I was thinking of too. And then at the end, when uh, I forgot what scene is going on, but something he's already bit he's already been experimented on, and he's he saves someone from something and you see Tommy Jones just pause and he just goes, he's still skinny. Like, yeah. Yeah. Or, or, or no, the, the scene where he's chasing after the, the agent, the undercover agent and the kid and the guy grabs a kid like as a shield or whatever. Yeah. And then he throws the kid in the water and it's like, Oh crap. Now I got to save the drowning kid. But the kid's like, no, I can swim. Go get it. <laughs> yeah. You're right. That is great too. That is yeah. Good, yeah. There's more, there's, there was more good parts about the movie than I remembered. So I might need to read yeah, it just as one. a whole. It just wasn't, anything it could have been a lot better yeah and especially gray skull i mean not gray skull freaking red skull red skull is a, <laughs> red skull is a great villain because you think yeah, and he's it's basically... hugo weaving like you think exactly. that should have been so much better yeah so there's just a lot of missed potential with that movie yeah and then for uh next for me is homecoming um for homecoming again there's not a ton i love we kind of already talked about him the, uh, yeah. you know, the scene at the beginning where he's just kind of being a goofy neighbor. It's yeah, trying montage. to find stuff to do that. That's fun. Um, I enjoy the scene on the Stark jet with the vulture. I think that whole scene is pretty cool. It's pretty intense. And, um, it's well done. and then, I, I, and then leading up to that, the scene, you know, when he's trapped in the parking garage and, and does that, but by far my favorite part of this entire movie is oh. the opening credits. When you hear the Spider-Man theme in orchestral form, play that was over the awesome. opening marvel thing that's my favorite thing of the whole movie that still gives me chills even now so I, that I, was awesome. i totally get that yeah like a scene i would add that you probably wouldn't because i guess i'm a goable idiot but the, the scene are. where we find out who vulture really is i thought i i totally did not see that coming or i just didn't think about it and so when when he opens the door and the music just stops i was like oh that got me. See, for me, it it didn't get me. Well, I didn't expect that. But to me, the whole time I was watching the scene, I thought he had figured out who Peter was and, and was there and was holding them hostage, making oh, them okay. act like everything was fine. So gotcha. the whole time I was just waiting for that to happen. And then it didn't. And I was so confused the first oh, time I, I saw I could, it. And I, I was like, wait a minute. That was real? <laughs> I, I, I definitely get where you're coming from. That would, yeah, that would be really jarring. So that, that just, just with the way I took it, it, it kind of wrecked that whole thing for me when I first Actually, saw that it. Actually, that probably would have been better. I, I agree. I think it would have been better. <laughs> um, uh, for Ant-Man, to me, really the best scene is just every scene with Michael Pena explaining <laughs> yeah. anything. And they're showing like the actual actors, like mouthing his, his explanation. That yeah, is hilarious. Perfectly. And I don't know why nobody's thought to do that before. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, I agree. Anything with Michael Pena steals that scene. I mean, it steals that movie, but I feel like am I forgetting? I mean, I, I mentioned I really like the the introduction of the yellow jacket, like when he when he when he gets into the suit and then like you just hear it wind up. And I like how, of course, the the laser blast or the or the sound effect from the AT-ATs in Star yeah. Wars. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I really enjoyed all that movie, but I think, yeah, I think Michael Pena's monologues are part of the highlight. <laughs> um, for Dr. Strange, I mean, for Dr. Ooh. Strange, for me, there isn't anything I wrote down. Uh, Cause again, that's not just one I'd watched a lot, but I've got a good one. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, it's definitely the one where, um, God, what's, um, 
the the ball chick's name, her the ancient one. Yeah, the ancient one. Yeah, it's it's the scene where she's dying, and they and they go into the the projectual plane or whatever of, of themselves. Yeah, and it's basically like her dying. And he's talking to her, and she, it's her just trying to watch, you know, the snowfall, and like th- that just whole that whole conversation they have about, you know, her wanting to make time last forever, but of course nothing lasts forever, and then of course. It's kind of his lesson to learn to appreciate what he has. I, I thought that was just a really well done scene. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. And, um, and, there, and there, of course, there's some great visuals. Of course, like the first time he goes to Kamartash and she like blows his mind and he's going through all the different realms. Yeah. That, of course, is pretty awesome. Yeah, no, definitely is. Um, then for Black Panther, um, I mean, there's there's several there's several really good scenes from Black really Panther. Really, anything with Killmonger. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, most scenes of the Killmonger are great, or with Claw. Yeah, uh, both Claw's of them great. just steal the the screen whenever they're on it. There, there's <sighs> one line in particular I love from, of course, Michael B. Jordan, and it's when like you know he shows up to Wakanda and, and they're at the uh, they're at the, like the throne room and yeah. they're talking about you know how he can challenge him, and they're like, well, it's going to take weeks for us to get ready for the next challenge. And he just goes, I don't need weeks. And it's like, dude, you know, this guy has been waiting his whole life. And he is like, as like, you know, tip top shape as well, like as any human can be. Yeah. I think that's just badass. Mm-hmm. No, I totally agree. Um, I don't know if I could pick one scene necessarily from. I don't, I don't know either. I mean, I do like when he goes into the, like, when he goes into, I forget what it's called, but, the, like, the ancient plains, you know, yeah. he sees, like, the old Black Panthers. And, of course, when Michael B. Jordan cool. does it, and he goes back to the, the apartment where his father was killed, that's a pretty great scene. Yeah, that is pretty good. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't know anything really after that. Um, And then, uh, for, okay, we, we can we can pause on Age of Ultron for a while. Oh, um, yeah. Freaking Age of Ultron, man. Uh, this thing, for a movie that overall isn't the best, man, it's got some fantastic scenes. Obviously, yeah. just right off the bat, at the beginning, when you have right after, you know, right after they've, uh, they, you know, they, they've, they've gotten the scepter and they've, they've taken down that Hydra base, and then they're just sitting there in the Avengers mansion or whatever. The after party. Oh my gosh, that is awesome. Dude. Everything about that scene is so well done, except for the stupid Natasha Romanoff and Mark Ruffalo. That, that, yeah, that that's awful. It, it's, it's, yeah. it, to me, I've heard people explain it. That's fine. It doesn't work for me. And no, it's very dude. jarring and I don't like it. But other than that, everything else is so well done. And just them all trying to lift Thor's hammer and, dude. and him just mocking everyone where it's like, you know, you have to be worthy. And then, you Until- know. Nobody's able to do it, and then Captain America comes over, and it barely budges, and you see Thor's face just go like, <laughs> "What the hell?" And then, and then, but nobody else notices, and yeah. so then, then he just, you know, Steve just goes you know, like, "Oh, I guess I can't get," it. and he's like, "Nope, nope, not even, not even a little," and yeah, Thor just tries look, to play it off. <laughs> yeah, the look of relief on Thor's face is priceless. When he's like, you know, it starts to budge, he's like, "What?" And he does, he's like, "Oh yeah, thank God, that can't happen." No, no, no. <laughs> Oh yeah, that that whole scene is awesome. Um, yeah, just that alone. I, I've got I've got one, but I'm curious to hear your others. I mean, Stan Lee is in that scene, at, uh, you know, because Thor as an actual pull, veteran. Thor, right, veteran. right. Thor pulls out the special like ale from Asgard, and he's like, "Give me some of that." You know, I was in Vietnam. I can do that, and he, <laughs> that's great. That that's 
one of the I mean all the Stanley cameos are good, but that that's definitely one of the one of the best ones. Um yeah, that 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 whole scene's all great. And of course the 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 kind of the the setup late or the the payoff later right. on where they're about to go fight Ultron. Oh gosh, yes. And you know, they're 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 trying to think about, you know, is vision trustworthy. <laughs> and and the best way to show that is like as he's talking, he's like, and hey, we need to go. And he just hands Thor the hammer. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone just stares. <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, that, that literally solves everything. <laughs> yeah. They set it all up perfectly. Oh man. But, uh, that is great. But my my other favorite scene, which I think is really not just like a really like it's not funny or anything like that. I think it's a really like one of the smartest, like almost beautiful scenes in the MCU is like is that the is after Sokovia is destroyed and it's the last Ultron is about to get away and Vision stops him in the forest and they just have that talk about like humanity and like just all the lines are really good where it's like you know Ultron's like you know they're they're doomed right and Vision's like yeah they are he's like but something is and beautiful because it lasts. And he's like, yeah. I'm, I'm proud to be among them. It's actually a really beautiful scene. If you actually go back and watch it. Yeah. I didn't even, I didn't even think of that one uh, in this context, but no, you're right. That is, that is a good scene for yeah, me. I, I love that. Scene. For me, one of the other ones is just, just the seeds that are planted for civil war in this movie mm. are done so well. And I don't even know right. if it was done on purpose, but are done so oh, well with the, uh, yeah, you would think, with the, just the when they're at the farm or they're at Hawkeye's yep. farm and you just have Tony and Cap and they're basically just starting you 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 start to see where each of them are coming from and where each of them are going and that they're on very different paths and and, and eventually we'll get there and you can and just, just start a, it's even better now after Civil War watching exactly it. yeah but that whole scene and, is great it, it just uh, the visualization of him just ripping the log apart with his hands yep. It's like, uh, but yeah, that, that scene is great. And then everything other than, other than Hawkeye getting the family still don't like everything else. They give Hawkeye a lot in this movie. They, they, they make up a lot oh, for, for Avengers. His, um, his monologue to Scarlet Witch. Oh, uh, I'm getting there. But oh, right from the beginning when, um, they're in, uh, Africa and they're fighting, um, Wanda and, and Pietro. Yeah. And, and Wanda's going through and just mind manipulating everybody. And she goes to Hawkeye and he just turns around and just stabs her head with a like taser and just like, nah, I already done the mind control thing. Didn't work. And it's just yeah, that, like, that was a good little jab. He's yeah. the only one that makes it out of that whole thing un, unscathed. Yeah. And, and it's but, just, it's done so well. But of course the, the, the best thing, well, my favorite line from him is a little bit early is earlier in that fight when, because the whole time they're going back and forth, him and Quicksilver. And then when Quicksilver comes running in, takes out all the villains, and then, uh, you know, he does the whole, you know, too slow or whatever, and then leaves. And yeah. you see him pull out the bow, and he just starts aiming at it. He's like, no one would know. No one would know. He's just like, where did Quicksilver go? He's like, oh, I don't know. I hadn't seen him. And he just starts talking to himself as he's leaving. Like, that. that's really, that's great. That's Hawkeye. And yeah, then, exactly. And then the, yeah, then obviously the best part is when, Wanda is just scared. She doesn't really know what to do. She doesn't trust her powers and all that stuff. And so she's just kind of hiding there. And he goes over to her and he just is like, look, I don't understand any of this. And, and which, again, character development. Because from the beginning yeah. of the movie kind of to now. And he's just like, look, I don't know what's going on. I'm, We're out here fighting a ton of robots. And I have a bow and arrow. 
It's like nothing makes <laughs> sense, makes sense. Yeah. but I'm going to go out there because it's my job and, and they're counting on me. And he's like, and you can stay here and that's fine. But you know, if you go, if you want to help, if you go out there, you're an Avenger. So that whole part is just awesome. Yeah, that's pretty great. And that, that's fantastic. So those are my favorite parts of Ultron. Yeah. They, I mean, there's a lot more that we could talk about, but yeah, those, those are the big ones that stick out. And then, uh, for Thor to me, the main thing, I mean, I like the movie, but the main thing for me is we get to we get introduced to Hawkeye and it's picture perfect Hawkeye. That, in that was movie. awesome. And it's awesome. To me, that's the best Hawkeye in the entire MCU is in that one scene where he just goes up to in that I don't know uh Crow's nest? Yeah, like that crow's nest on like a shoot, I blanked on what they're called. It's not a zip line, but no, it's no, like no, 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 uh, no, it's a uh, crane. That's what it is. Crane. Yeah. On, on on a crane and uh he's just sitting there Waiting on the order from Coulson to, you know, shoot Thor, who's going after the hammer and just beating everybody up. And, and he keeps waiting and he's just like, all right, what do you want me to do? He's like, just hold on. And he goes, hurry up, hurry up, Coulson. I'm starting to root for this guy. Like, as he's just starting to beat up guys, like that whole, just Hawkeye and that whole thing is just great. And I, and I think that whole scene's great anyway, where you have Thor doing yeah, all this failing. to get to this hammer, knowing that that's, you know, that's his ticket out and then him not being able to lift it. And yeah, that's a good scene. That whole scene is just really good. Yeah, yeah, I, I probably that probably be my takeaway from Thor too. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, then for um, I got to talk about one of my favorite scenes. Freaking Thor Ragnarok. Oh, has one of the best scenes in the entire freaking MCU, where it's near the end of the movie. He's basically being beat down by Helena, and then you see him. Fi- you know, basically discover that he's really the freaking god of thunder, and it's not his hammer giving him power. Which is yeah. like finally, and that is awesome. He freaking just I, I, explodes into lightning, and then freaking the immigrant song thing. starts. Yeah. Just flying down in a bolt of lightning, just starts taking out everybody to immigrant song. Yeah, is this is the most badass scene to me in the entire Marvel universe? Yeah, I have that. Like it's just, it's the perfect everything. I I had that tied with another scene we'll talk about, but <laughs> I mean that's easily the like coolest best scene in that movie. But actually. Like one of my favorite lines from the movie and actually scenes is right when he shows up to that weird junk planet, I forget yeah. what it's called, um, Sirac or something like that. Um, and he shows up to the Grandmaster and he goes through that weird, like Willy Wonka tunnel thing at first. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. it's like that automated voice. It's like, you are loved. You are found by, you know, the man who finds unwanted things. It's like, what? But, <laughs> but it's the next scene where, where like Thor's in the trailer. And, like, he's getting, like, a tour, and the Grandmaster, like, shows him, like, his cousin, who's, like, who's, like, tied up in a chair next to him. Mm-hmm. And he gets the melt stick, and he's, like, I forget what his name is, but he's, like, uh, he's, like, Ortho, he's, like, I pardon you. He's, like, you are pardoned from life. <laughs> and it just melts him. I just love Jeff Goldblum's delivery, because it, it reminds me of the line from Die Hard, where, where Hans Gruber is, like, Mr. Takagi did not want to cooperate with us so he won't be joining us for the rest of his life right <laughs> and it just it reminds me of that scene because his delivery is so good <laughs> see my favorite part with that is later when um 
he he like brings Thor back at some point in front of the Grandmaster, and then Thor just like yells at him, and he he says something, and then and then he kind of get Goldboom kind of gets mad, and so his assistant hands him the melting. He's like, "What? No!" He just yelled. <laughs> yeah. That's not a capital offense. <laughs> oh, we didn't even talk about the two best characters in this movie: freaking Korg and Meek. Korg is great. Korg, oh my Korg god, is great. Korg. The funniest part with Korg is the end of the movie when oh, yeah. he's just holding Meek and he's like, and Thor's just like, hey, Meek, where are you from? And he goes, oh, Meek's dead. Yeah, I, I stepped on him by accident. I felt bad. So I've just been carrying him around. And then Meek's head just goes, he goes, Meek, you're alive. And <laughs> that is great. Uh. And then and then the other best part of that, the other funniest thing is when he's in the arena and, and then Hulk, you know, then Hulk comes out. And and Loki is up there with the Grandmaster, and you know they're watching everything, and they're fighting. And then later, when 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 Thor's trying to get Hulk's attention, you know he's like, "No, I know you," and he's trying to do that. And then Hulk grabs him and just starts slinging him back and forth. And oh, Loki yeah. goes, "Ha! That's what it feels like." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is so funny. Call back to the Avengers when it happens to him. Oh, Oh my gosh, yeah. that is that yeah. is so funny. Yeah, there's endless things of Ragnarok. That's for sure. Yeah, now I just want to watch that movie again. Yeah. Oh man, um, we already talked about um, Iron Man two. Oh, what about uh, Guardians? Let's yeah, let's talk, talk about... about the two Guardians movies. So, oh. for me, in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, my favorite parts by far one pretty much anything with Kurt Russell because sure, he's just course. the best. Um, oh, the freaking when Drax asks, uh, asks him about his penis. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what are you doing? He's like, my father used to tell the story of impregnating my mother all the, every summer solstice. And it was beautiful. Like, <laughs> that is and great. And then Kurt Russell's like, I have a penis. And it's not bad. <laughs> yeah. No, no. The best part of that, though, one is just Drax in general in the whole movie. Oh but, God, yeah. but the best part is when they first get to, the, like, Ego's planet and are in that little, like, pod or whatever, th- that thing with Mantis, and Mantis yeah. is explaining everything, and how she reads emotions and everything, and then does it to Quill, and he's just like, oh, yeah. I feel love. And he's like, oh, yeah, well, I just have kind of a general love of <laughs> mankind. She's like, no, sexual love for her. Oh. And then, then Drax just busts out laughing, and he's just... <laughs> dying laughing he's like ah she just said your deepest darkest secret you must be so embarrassed just that is the fun that might be the hardest i've ever laughed at a superhero movie until maybe shazam like any one scene and it's like oh my gosh that is so funny i die laughing every time i mean every single drag so we just earlier on the ship we're like Peter's like watching Gamora and then Drax just comes out of nowhere. He's like, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then he's like, you know, you just need to find a woman who's pathetic. Like you. <laughs> but he says a completely deadpan. But right. um, I mean, awesome scenes in that movie would definitely be, of course, Yondu's escape when he gets his fin back. Yeah, that is a great. That scene, scene is, is where he cool. just kills like, 400 people. Yeah, it's literally like a mass like murder. And like it's set to like this song is actually like playful. It's, yep. it's pretty messed up if you think about it. But yeah, it is. But Guardians 2 has one of the other scenes that actually makes me cry every time. And yeah. It's the scene where where like Peter's on his knees. Basically, everybody's about to die. And like, you know, Ego's about to kill him. And then like, you know, Yondu says, you know, I don't use my head when I when I control the thing. I use my heart. 
And then he just has a, he closes his eyes and he just thinks about all the moments with him and like, and Rocket and Gru and Gamora. But then the shot of him and his mom laying down, listening to the music, like, like I'm choking up now, just thinking of that shot of the two of them. Like, oh, yeah. it gets me every time. And then, of course, you have freaking uh, Fleetwood Mac comes in right after that. Yeah, for me, it's it's uh, after all that's great. And then obviously the scene where Yondu dies is great. Oh, but, my goodness. But the, the funeral scene to me is even better than all those other ones because it's just that. it's just the combination of all of that coming all at the same time. You get all the characters fully like falling into their each each of their own places yeah. and, and kind of an, an altogether realization kind of between all of them, mainly with Quill. Kind of towards everyone else. And that's kind of where he his arc kind of is almost complete at this point. We see we saw where he started and where he's gone, and now he did this whole thing. He just gave up unlimited power and his birth father and all this stuff. Then he lost his, you know, surrogate father. And and him kind of realizing that this is his family. You have Rocket who's realizing for the first time, like kind of his flaws and everything with, cause them and Yondu were the whole movie. Oh, and it's it great. great. And then, and then you have all the other Ravengers showing up cause yeah. they, they know now what he's done to kind of, you know, cause he's trying to make up for all the horrible stuff that he's done. And that it's whole scene is just amazing. And, and then the cameos, good gosh. Oh my God. I mean, you have freaking, you have freaking Sylvester Stallone, Sly. You have Ving Rhames. You have um, what's her name? Ke- uh, Kelly Wu or Yo? yeah, yeah, the chick from um, yeah, uh, she yeah, everybody but, knows. but she's in it. Um, freaking uh, Michael Rosenbaum is in there. Miley Cyrus is in there. Like it's just like yeah. a freaking who's who of people, and it that's just beautiful. That whole scene is just beautiful, and it's awesome. Yeah, like, like I don't know how you watch that movie and watch the end of that movie and be like, oh, it was okay. Like, I, what? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> And then, and then going into the other guardians. For me, the best parts are the first fight when right at, when they're on Xandar, and Rocket oh, yeah. and Groot are trying to capture Quill, and then Gamora's trying to take get the Infinity Stone, and they're all just fighting amongst each other. That whole <laughs> scene is funny. Every like, part or, of that. Or when they, of course, when they break out of prison. Yeah, like that's, that's when you the first, other one. <laughs> when, you, when you first realize that Drax has no idea, like what what sarcasm is right. <laughs> it's just that line about like you can't use metaphors everything will go over his head yep. nothing like, would go over my head my reflexes are too fast <laughs> i would catch it right. and you're just like oh my god <laughs> and even earlier when he's like trying to calm down drax who wants to kill gamora and he's like no she can lead you to thanos and you can and he puts his <laughs> finger across it's like why would i move my finger across my throat and it's just oh it's great but but the best part of that and the prison thing is when rocket's laying out the plan oh, and then all yeah. of a sudden you just see Groot start to walk slowly towards the thing the whole time he's like all right and we got to do this but remember as soon as we disconnect this battery everything will go into lockdown so we gotta do that last and as soon as he <laughs> says that Groot pulls the battery down and he's like oh we can do it first and improvise like it's just oh that that's that's great and then obviously the end of that movie is just fantastic yeah, that, that's that's the other scene in, in all the mc movies that makes me cry is of course when yeah, right after they save everybody, you know, he Peter pulls out the the last like his birthday present, or whatever, and it's of course it's another awesome mixtape. Yeah. But just you know, he's reading the letter from his mom, and she ends it by saying like "My little Star Lord," and you find out like the whole movie he wants to be called Star Lord, and it's literally because 
Like that was what he was to his mother. So it's yep. like, and then of course you get Marvin Gaye. Yep. Ain't no mountain high enough right after that. And oh, gets me right in the feels. Oh, it's great. It is great. Great movie. Um, and then for uh, Infinity War, that's another movie where there's just a ton of great stuff. For me, my favorite part by far of that movie is the meeting between Thor and Guardians of the Galaxy. That that's oh my, my favorite God. part of the whole movie. <laughs> or that is just again, that's up there with any scene from Guardians Two, where it's just one of the funniest scenes in all of Marvel, and just oh just Peter God. Quill trying to <laughs> compare himself with Thor is just the funniest thing. Right from the start, before Thor even wakes up, and yeah. when he's just laying there, and then Drax is just well, like. Drax is like fawning over him. Right. And he's like, it's, and he's like amazing. And the guy's like, and Peter's like, who is this dude? He's like, this is not a dude. <laughs> You're a dude. This is a man. You're a dude. <laughs> he's like, and, and, then, and then how Drax like makes fun of him for being fat. He's like, you can put on some weight. He's like, what? <laughs> and then like Gamora doesn't say anything. He's like, all right, I'm going to get some dumbbells. Right. I'm going to commit. <laughs> I'm going to get a Bowflex. <laughs> and he's just like, Drax is just like, he's like an angel mixed with a pirate. Like, <laughs> it's just, oh, it's so funny. And then when funny. Thor wakes up, he's, like, trying to do his voice. Right, he, <laughs> no, starts, you to, talk. <laughs> yeah, he starts to talk. It's like, this, no, you cannot be on our ship. And Rock, and Rock's just like, Quill, they all point it out. what are you doing? It's like, what are you doing to your voice? Like, what are you talking about? This is the way I always sound. It's like, are you making your voice deeper? And <laughs> and then Drax is like, you are. I like it. <laughs> that whole yeah, scene is uh, hilarious. Oh. That, that scene is great, but, I mean... In terms of badass, and that movie has a lot of badass scenes. Yeah. I mean, obviously, Cap's intro, which is so freaking cool. When he's, you know, the train goes by and he's all in shadow. See, I don't like that up. scene just because it's a, it's a manufactured, stupid audience clap scene. And so it, it annoys me. You can't blame the scene for the audience clapping, but... No, but, but it was I, it was made for that one purpose. And so that, that kind of bugs me. Yeah, because they put it in the trailer and it had the same effect. But, but I mean, but... What you said about Thor and Ragnarok when he comes down, you know, with the lightning, dude. When he comes down onto Wakanda and they play the Alan Silvestri theme, talk about. Oh yeah, badass. no, that is no, that is great. And if they had been doing it to Led Zeppelin, then that might be better. But yeah, but you that but puts you it got over the, the Avengers top. theme. I know, you no, know? I know, it's great, it's great, I love it. I, I yeah, to me those those two are, are neck and neck. But the other scene that is like awesome, which people never talk about, is when freaking Wanda is having to kill literally kill vision and while she's doing it she's holding off thanos but right before that freaking dude when cap is literally the last one left and yeah. he's giving all he has to just buy her some time yeah is just that shot of him holding the gauntlet oh my god the best part of that is thanos thanos's face during that yeah because yeah. it's the same thing of like with thor's hammer it's the same it's the same type of scene where his face is just like this confusion of like why isn't this working yeah, I mean, of course, he's got like a million other tricks to defeat right. Cap. It's, yeah, it's that little bit of like he's impressed almost. Yeah, Thanos. So, but I mean, talk about other scenes. I mean, the whole his whole fight with Tony on Titan, when like when Tony is literally throwing everything he has at him, yeah, and it's nothing, and it, like you, it, like he's literally having to like to like think about like what he puts all of his like nanotech into. Like, okay, I can spare my legs. I can spare my chest. And it's like you're just seeing him fail, and like, and like, literally, is all this whole universe is built up to that. Like, Tony is trying to be like always making the best armor and making the best like technology, and literally, he pretty much has it with this like nanotech suit, and it's all it all it does is get him one drop of blood. Yeah. Like, oh, 
awesome. Yeah, that is that is great. Speaking of Avengers, um, talking about Avengers again, just endless supplies of amazing scenes. But for me, some of the best ones are, of course, freaking Hulk. When they're all lined up, ready to go after the Jatari again, and he comes motoring up in a little motor scooter, Bruce Banner, <laughs> and they're all kind of like, "What? What are you? What are you doing?" And then he's, and then they're all like, "Well, fine, you know, finally, you're gonna, he's gonna do something." <laughs> and then he's just like, and then we get the great line of, uh, cat or um, oh, who who asks him. Um, oh, I can't oh no, that. that's what it is. That cap goes, all right, all right, Banner, it's time for you to get angry. And oh, he just yeah. goes, that's my secret cap. I'm always angry. Turns around, turns into Hulk, and freaking punches the face of that ship into the ground. And it's awesome. Yeah, I mean, the freaking, the fight between Thor and Iron Man in the, in the forest yeah, is that awesome. Is, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, of course, Thor and Hulk fighting on the helicarrier later is awesome. I mean, there's so many to choose from. I mean, I gotta, I gotta be generic and just go with the freaking right after you know Hulk punches that thing and they blow yep. it up. You get the the first time we actually hear the theme in the movie, other than like the opening credits, yeah. and it's all of them back to back, and that's when everybody realized, holy shit, they pulled this off. Oh yeah, like how did they even do this? Oh yeah, it's amazing. And then yeah. to me, the other scene that stands out is when. <laughs> and, uh, Hulk and Loki are in Stark Tower, and then Loki's just getting so mad, and he's just like, <laughs> "Enough!" He's like, "Stop! All of you, stop! I am a god! I'm doing!" And then <laughs> Hulk just grabs him and just ragdolls him for longer than it should go on, and it's just that is one of the again before like Guardians two and these other ones came out. That yeah. was one of the funniest things I'd ever seen because it 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 comes out of nowhere. The music stops. It comes out of nowhere, and then he smashes him like three times longer than you would expect to make it even extra funny, and it's just, oh, man, that is so funny, and it kills me every time. Oh, no doubt. Yeah, yeah, but there's obviously tons more of the vendors, just scene after scene. Um, And then for... uh, Winter Soldier, again, another one where it's basically oh. just one, the whole movie is one giant <laughs> yeah. amazing scene. But for me specifically, the elevator fight is just something special. Oh. That's just... Dude, I forgot about that one. What? How did you forget about that? That's the best, that's the best the, single I'm fight thinking, of the whole movie. I'm thinking of all the other ones. I mean, they're all great, but that is just awesome. Because oh. you just see everyone start to get on. And Cap's just like, all right, I guess I'm a fugitive. And he just pauses and goes... Before we get started, does anyone want to get off? And oh. then it then he just starts and he just beats the crap out of all of them and it's awesome. Yeah, I mean the the other scene I have is obviously the first fight between him and oh, the winter soldier. Gosh, that's awesome. I mean you talk about the choreography, like the sound effects, like when like you can tell like it sounds different when Steve punches and when freaking like when Bucky starts punching him in the arm, I just like I cringe. Mm-hmm. It's just like that knife, like oh, and I like how the music keeps ramping up. And I don't know but, if you saw. Did you see the clip that was going around recently of that scene, like the behind the scenes clip of it, where like uh, that's another amazing thing. This is a full choreographed scene. It's oh yeah. not a quick cut like we see from so many action movies. Like you, it stays yeah, on these shots, and it's Yo, all it them. Great. It's them doing the fight. 
it it yeah, is you know it it is uh, Chris Evans and I'm not sure it could Sebastian be a stunt Stan. double for Sebastian Stan. I'm not actually be. sure because I know I know they don't like to use both actors in any one shot like usually right. together like they like to use one and a stunt double when they yeah. do them but anyway but in, in all the moves are happening like for real oh, yeah. like they're doing them and it's awesome and yeah. oh that's and then, and then just the moment when the mask comes off and he sees Bucky is just oh of course. Oh, but so no, good. for me, for me, the other big moment is, of course, right at the very end when yep. all the helicarriers are going down yep. and um, and like, you know, Cap helps Bucky up and then Bucky starts punching him. Yeah. And like, you know, he, he just saying you're my mission and Cap just says, you know, to finish it because I'm with you to the end of the line. It's like, dude, he's literally willing to die. Yep. He, he'd rather die than give up on his friend. Like, yeah. not even kill his friend, just give up on the idea that his friend, like, the idea that he didn't stick up for him. It's yeah. like, I mean, you want to talk about just beautiful scenes. And then, you, of course, you, like, the other thing we haven't talked about is that a lot of the, the uh, scores for a lot of Marvel movies aren't that great. But freaking Alan Silvestri with the Avengers movies and freaking Henry Jackman with Winter Soldier and Civil War. Dude, when those, like, violins hit... Like when uh, like when Steve is like falling into the lake after everything blows up. Yeah. Oh, dude, that oh, gets yeah. me. Oh, it's great. Well, I mean, I already love Alan Silverstein just because he did Back to the Future, but um. Oh, oh, god, of course. But uh, no, yeah, no, you're right. It, it is great. The score is fantastic, just in all those. Yeah. Um, and then for Civil War, man, again, we're just the whole movie Take is your just pick, great. Yeah. But for me, probably my my favorite parts are. The the chase in Berlin or wherever they are with yeah. with uh, with with, Black Buck, with with Bucky and then Black Panther just everything about that scene so. is just from start to finish is just awesome it is just awesome the 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 dynamic between Cap and Bucky it's the first time they've interacted since the end of Winter Soldier right like, and then you know they're he's having to fight they're having to fight all these guards off and then all of a sudden Black Panther shows up and just oh. all of that's great them running through the tunnels. Like, oh, it's, oh, so, it's cool. just so cool. And then we get one of the most badass shots ever when Bucky just grabs that motorcycle out of the air and then just yeah. gets, oh, that, that's awesome. That, that whole scene is just great. I mean, like, of course, everyone is going to say the airport scene because sure. it's one of the coolest superhero showdowns maybe ever. Um, but for me, the, the biggest scene, that the, the coolest scene is definitely at the end when it's Cap and Bucky versus you know, um, Iron Man yeah. and, and, you know, they're, they're tossing the shield back and forth, but it's, oh, yeah. it's a very, it's a very, it's the thing after that, where it's just cap and Iron Man just going at it. And they're literally trying to kill each other. And then, um, cap gets the upper hand with the help of Bucky. And, you know, he breaks off Iron Man's mask and he raises a shield. And for a second, Iron Man actually thinks he's going to kill him and like shields his face. Cause at that point, like he doesn't even know, but, you know, of course, Cap destroys his, um, like, his chest or whatever, the, the energy part or whatever. And then, of course, you know, he he grabs Bucky, and then Iron Man's just there. He's like, you don't deserve that shield. Like, my father built that shield. And freaking Cap drops it. And it's like, even when Iron Man is, like, still trying to hate him, it's like Cap is still doing the right thing by dropping the shield. It's like, oh, God, it gets me every time. Yeah, um... For me though, it's it's not just the airport fight; it's the very beginning, and then it's the very beginning because oh, of course. you get the first scene when before it even starts, and they both drive up, and then Hawkeye drives up with Ant Man, 
Yeah. And he comes out and he's, it starts off when he, he slams the door open and it like startles him awake. And he's like, what time zone is this? Oh, jet lagged, yeah. And he's just like, oh, Captain America. And he starts shaking his hand. He's like, oh, oh, you're amazing. All this stuff. I'm shaking your hand too long. And then he just looks over and he sees Scarlet Witch and goes, oh, I know you too. You're great. And then Those goes back and, yeah. and he's just freaking out the whole time. Oh, that is so funny. Yeah. That is so Thanks funny. Thanks for thinking of me. Right, yeah. right. And then and then just the – and then in, during the fight, right at the beginning, when you get the first shot of Spider-Man is just awesome. I, I just wish they had to put it in the trailer. No, I agree. I, I do agree. But oh. but, oh, that's awesome. He just but, webs the shield and just, hey, hey, everyone, I'm I'm Spider-Man. And he's just trying to act all cool and everything when he, he's freaking out. And that's that's just awesome. And then everything with Spider-Man during those fights is fantastic. Oh, yeah. The freaking little <laughs> but, Empire Strikes Back reference. Yeah, but the best scene of the fight is when, again, it's with Ant-Man. And, and it's when they're like, oh, we need a distraction. And he's like, oh, I think I got something. Uh, and he's like, but, you know, I can't hold it very long or whatever. And he's like, you sure about this? He goes, yeah, I do this all the time. And by that, I mean once. In a lab, and I passed out, and then he's just like, and if I tear myself in half, just you guys keep going. And they're all like, "What? What is he talking about? He's gonna tear himself in half?" And then, and then he grows and becomes giant man. And the first thing he does is start laughing like a giant. Yeah. He just is like, "Ho ho ho ho!" <laughs> that well, I, that kills me every time. I, I love the kind of underappreciated line where it's freaking Bucky and a uh, Falcon running, and Spider Man comes after him. And uh, Bucky's like, what the hell is that? <laughs> and, and Falcon just goes, everybody's got a gimmick now. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. That is great. Uh, yeah, just that whole thing is just perfect. All that's I mean, great. That, that, whole, that whole movie, dude. Come yeah. on. Or, or, or we also did talk about, like, when they when they introduced the other Winter Soldiers, I remember seeing that and be like, okay, that's going to be the climax. Is going to be them fighting. But, dude, like, when they, when they go into the bunker and freaking all of them are dead, I was like, uh, what's happening here? Like that was, that was a really <laughs> nice surprise. Yeah, no, I I totally agree because they set that up yeah, and then they swerve you. Yeah, because oh, it, it would been it would been cool to see them fight those guys. Don't get me wrong, but it was so much more different just having it be maybe Iron Man versus Captain America and Bucky. Yep. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh, and so then good. and then talking about Iron Man again, there's just a ton of great scenes from this. Obviously, just the whole es escape from the cave scene is just yeah. incredible. Where he builds the suit and then fights his way out, you know, with Jensen. Jensen dies. We get the first shot of Tony Stark kind of seeing a consequence of stuff that he's done and oh, so much yeah, character building. Then him just coming out and just burning everything up and then escaping. Just that whole scene is just awesome it's just awesome and then yeah. what am I, oh. you know go ahead i mean just any the the whole i mean it's like mainly the majority of the movie so it's hard to pick one but just him testing each part of his of his suit basically yep. of course like the jetpack like all the failed attempts with the freaking <laughs> the, the robot with the smoke machine <laughs> with the fire extinguisher <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 there you go and the first time when he's like testing out the 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 flight boots and he's like yeah. all right, we'll go a little lower all right 10 percent. all right three two one and just go straight back into the wall <laughs> and yeah, all of those was... are great but one of my favorite lines in that movie is when uh, it's Obadiah Stane's come out as the bad guy, and he's trying to—he's talking with the scientists, trying to get him to 
shrink the arc reactor and make like the thing Tony has. And the guy's like, no, it can't be done. We don't, we can't. And he just snaps and goes, Tony Stark was able to build this in a cave with a bunch of scraps. And then the guy just looks at him. He's like, I'm not Tony Stark. <laughs> <laughs> just him snapping and saying that. It's so funny to me. I, I love the scene, uh, like, early on was him about to go to the um, like the convention or whatever, and uh, the one reporter stops him. I forget her name, but mm-hmm. it's, it's funny enough. She was actually married to Sam Rockwell in real life. Okay. Um, but she stops him, and she, you know, she starts interviewing interviewing him, and she goes, uh, you know, what do you think about your nickname, like, the, what was, like, the, the Picasso? <laughs> the, no, it's the Da Vinci of our time. The Da Vinci of our time is like absolutely ridiculous. I don't paint. Yep. And she's like, "What do you think about your other big name, The Merchant of Death?" He's like, "That's not that." <laughs> <laughs> it's like, come on. And then he does that whole scene when he's like, oh, "Look, we do this and all this, and then this thing for hospitals, all that stuff, military funding." And she just goes like, "Do you rehearse that every night before you go to bed?" He's like, "Yeah, pretty much." <laughs> <laughs> he's the biggest asshole in the beginning. Is awesome. It is. It is great. But of course, the best part of that movie is the freaking ending. I mean that this is one of the best move endings of any movie ever. And and to me to me it's the it's it's the best scene in, in all of the MCU. Cause I mean this thing just sets the tone for everything. Yeah. I mean like you gotta think about all this and I wrote some of this stuff down. Because there's so much that I unpack with this scene. Like so the whole movie's over and Tony's having to put out like this PR fire that's kind of gone on and you know Colson's in there and giving him the the alibi and everything after all the stuff's happened and and think about all the stuff he's gone through though with this whole movie like mm-hmm. he's still processing all of it like you know he kind of feels like he kind of feels good cuz he's succeeded and he stopped Obadiah but but he's still processing the whole movie and his whole change is still new and fresh, and his change of direction, and he found out Obadiah Stane, his longtime, basically, type father figure is the bad guy, and all this stuff's happening, and then he he goes out there and immediately gets attacked by that same reporter, the one that he's, <laughs> the one that has already been attacking him all movie, and he slept with. Yep. And and so he immediately gets attacked, and you see him in that moment like reflect basically on himself. Like right when that happens and he goes from being a hundred percent behind what he went out there to do and, and say this alibi, like he was fine with it. And you see that start to change and he realizes like just how cool being a hero is and, and, how, and you can see him like kind of long for that to, to be that character, to be that guy. And, like he's gotten a taste of it and and he, I, I, he feels like that's a way he can make up for all the stuff that he's done. Like, to him, because he was. He's been an asshole and all this other stuff. So this was his one time kind of not being that. And, and and I feel like that's what he's kind of been looking for. And, uh, you know, like, right, basically right from the ca- the whole cave thing. Once that all happened, that that's kind of his whole arc of the movie. And, and he realizes that, and then he also realizes it can't happen at the same time, because, you know, S.H.I.E.L.D.'s here, and, and Stark Industries, and it's like, no, you can't do this, you, you have to brush this aside, but, you know, so so he realizes, he realizes that, so he, so you see him get all defensive, and he and he's trying to convince everyone in the room 
He's like, no, I'm not. I couldn't do this. I'm not the hero type. Like, I, and, but he's also trying to convince himself at the yeah. same time in that moment. And, and so he's about to go back into his antiquated Tony Stark character. And he pulls up the cards. And then he realizes in that moment that he doesn't want to do it. And he can make a difference. And this is how he does it. And, and you can tell he knows he, it might not work. And it might be a big, like a big mistake. Sure. But, but he just says, screw it. And then just says, I am Iron Man. <laughs> and then it's just done and it's oh it's just the best thing ever well it was wasn't it improvised like wasn't that not the original ending uh to be honest i don't know but i don't i i think it, i think it would have to be because I, I remember I, actually, I don't know. I remember hearing that like that was actually wasn't how they were going to end it they were at least not with that line maybe not and i actually i think i remember hearing robert downey jr just did that off the fly and they're like Actually, that makes it way better. <laughs> well, if that's the case, then, uh, I mean, even more freaking props to uh, exactly. Robert Downey Jr. Because that is the best, that's just the best thing. Because it just sets everything in motion. Just from I there mean, on, everything is like, it found like the foundation is set. I, I think you're right. Like, I think that, that scene is more, like, indicative of everything to come. More so than the after credit scene with Nick Fury. Yeah, like because it, it just it, it it completely opens up that whole world. Like, hey, we there are superheroes and we are here, and it's like, yeah, of course. Later on, Nick Fury is like, I want to talk to you about the Avengers, but right. yeah, it all started with that. But also think about the time. This was in two thousand and eight. Name one superhero movie that had thrown out secret identities at this point. That 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 hadn't been done. Oh, you're right. Oh, wow. It's weird how things have changed. Right now, there are no secret identities, but yeah, at the time, I, never about that. I mean, even though even though there was already flaws with secret identities, pretty much always with too many sure. people knowing, but it, it hadn't. No one had been a public superhero face at all. You're right. Yeah, you're right. And so this was the first time that all that. I mean, obviously, that is how the Avengers are in the comics. So I mean, it makes right. sense from that standpoint. But just that that was a total shock, yeah. just to the superhero movie world because it was yeah. totally different and and Never to me that, that still is just the best thing ever i you're not wrong that. anyway we've been talking a long time about uh <laughs> yeah. marvel movies because there's a lot to talk about basically it's there's what 21 movies and we've been talking 11 years all total we've been talking a little over two hours yeah that pretty much equals like what 10 minutes a movie so yeah that's we fair. could have gone way longer. Oh, we could have. We could have. But that'll that'll do it for uh, these two parter. You have any final thoughts though, Ian, leading up to Endgame? I mean, I just I I can't express like how excited I am because I mean, it's, but it's also bittersweet because yeah. I mean, it's gonna be the last time we see Iron Man, Cap, Thor, at least. Yeah. And I mean, and, and they started everything, and and part of me is kind of worried about things going forward, but even if it never gets to the heights of like a winter soldier civil war, you know, infinity war and end game, you know, just having that conclusion as like, that's all I want for this movie. As long as it gives a good, meaningful conclusion to what has been 11 years of buildup, basically yeah. I'll be fine. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. I, I can't wait. I think it, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be great. I, um, I, yeah, I have nothing else to say really about it other than I'm just can't wait to see it. And like, and you cannot be a comic book fan and not be
be thankful and appreciate what the MCU has done. Even oh if you don't gosh, like the yes. movies, even if you are just the biggest diehard DC Warner Brothers fan, what what this universe has done in terms of actually depicting like comic books. I mean, we're actually doing Infinity War. One day we might even get a Secret War. I mean, just imagine that. And none of that was ever thought possible before 2012's Avengers. You know, nobody thought you could do it. It'd just be too much. And here we are. No, I I, I totally agree. I mean, th- this this redefined everything. Yeah. Um, I mean, it just it changed it changed the game. It completely changed the game as far Absolutely. as superheroes go and the movies go. Jeez, yeah, you're not wrong. You're 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 not wrong. It pretty much changed. It changed movies. It changed superheroes. And I don't I don't know if we're ever gonna see anything like this ever again. Who knows? I don't know if we'll be able to see this. And level. not for the first time, though. No, no. I to- I totally agree. Yeah. So anyway, that will uh, <laughs> that will that will do it for this rendition of the Uncaped Crusaders review, the first episode where, or I guess two part episode where we have not talked about Batman at all. Totally non-Batman related episode, but I think we picked the right time and the right topics to do that. We had, yeah, we had to reflect. Definitely. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're gonna, next week we'll get back to it and we'll watch the abysmal Batman and Harley Quinn and really take it down a peg. Um, (laughs) but, but we are gonna watch that and that'll be a lot of fun. We'll, we'll crap on that movie and, and try and have fun while doing it anyway. So, so that does it. That does it for this episode of the Uncaped Crusaders View. And thanks uh, so much for listening. I'm Mark. I'm Ian. And have a wonderful rest of your week and enjoy in-game. <laughs>